thank the Lord for letting us be back in his house again tonight. I appreciate everybody that's come. Uh, thank God for allowing us to come. Thank God for those who were privileged just made the effort to come. We got a lot that, that can't come. And uh, I should have explained more about Linda this morning. A lot of folks asked me about her. I think she's got a sinus infection, got a pretty serious headache with it. And uh, so that's why she's not here tonight or wasn't this morning. Uh, so remember her and let's pray for everybody's sick and can't come. We've got a lot of those folks, a lot of different things. But we appreciate everybody that is here. And uh, really don't have a scripture on my heart to read tonight, so we'll just ask y'all to stand. As we bow our heads in reverence and prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to come to your house tonight. God, thank you for your mercy and your grace. Uh, God, you're so good to us. And uh, Lord, we just praise you for what we feel in our hearts already tonight, even just uh, the fellowship that we've had and, and just the joy of being in church and looking forward to it. God, we thank you for that, and we ask you to bless us and help us. God, we need you. And, Lord, we ask you these things, and we praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. You can be seated. we turn over to Taylor on the floor. 313. <laughs>
Appreciate those good songs. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord tonight. Good to hear the choir sing again. Never get tired of hearing the choir sing like that. Praise the Lord. Good to have everybody. And uh, I just I just appreciate God just letting us have what we've got. The, the feeling of closeness and brotherhood and togetherness and good spirit. Let's just all stand for a minute. Everybody's got an unspoken request. Just raise your hand. 
whoever's got something on your heart to request, to feel free to do that. Church, because that, uh, you know, that's gonna be hard on everybody. Someone else. Let's pray for the folks that God's been speaking to needs to come to them either to get saved or rededicate their life. Uh, and maybe something needs to join church too. I, I imagine. But whatever, whatever God's been putting on people's hearts uh, and I know there's many that God's been calling I can just feel it in my own heart and uh, let's just pray for them that they might just obey the Lord it's that simple just, uh, it blessed me but boy, what a blessing it would be to them that obeys the Lord so let's just pray that way anyone else Not with my brother Sean Henderson, lead us in prayer. Appreciate that prayer. Anybody have a song on your heart tonight? If you got a song on your heart, why? Feel free to sing. Just whatever God gives you. If you got a testimony, share that. Let's do everything God gives us to do tonight. If you're here tonight and you're not just where that God would have you to be, ask God to speak to you. And uh, I remember a time when I was lost and God had been dealing with me and I'd been rejecting him. And I went through a time that uh, I didn't really feel him calling that much. And it worried me. I thought, boy, I'm, you know, I've got to feel that before I can get saved. God's got to be calling you before you can come. And I remember sitting at the church house and praying, God, if you would, and if you want me to get saved, God, call me again. And he did. And I, and I, and I nearly rejected him again. Uh, it was, you know, it was hard. Uh, I was wrestling with the old devil. But when I humbled my heart and come at God's call, things got different and they got better. So, anyone got anything? Yeah. And 
that song. Anybody else? Got a song on your heart. Well, I appreciate what I've already felt. It's good to be here. You know, pray real hard. And uh, I hope if it's the Lord's will that I can turn things over to lead the whip. Let's pray for him. I appreciate it. Come on, brother. Like I say, we appreciate being here tonight, and 
thankful for what the Lord's done for us. And you know, we like what Heather said. If you're here, we want you to go with us. And uh, you know, I'm sitting there thinking that you know, in life, when we get left out, you know, we feel bad. You know, saying that you know it's always been hard to try to have a party and invite every single person because for some reason you always leave out one person. It, it always seems that way, it don't matter. And sometimes that person that you might leave out might think that you don't like them, you know, and it just goes that way. But I got good news. God didn't leave out none of us. You know, he said it's not my will that any should perish. But he said that all come unto repentance. You know, he gave us all an opportunity tonight today, you know, as, as, as you live your life, you have an opportunity to be saved. And every time I preach it, as long as the Lord will always allow me, I say it's your choice. Yeah. It is your choice to be saved. It is your choice to go to heaven. It is your choice to go to hell. And there's nothing that I can do about that, but it's your place. And, you know, and I'm thankful for what the Lord's done for me. He saved me. He gave me a good life. You know, he's been good to me. And, and I'm thankful for what he's done. So we try to stand and read a couple of scriptures tonight. And if the Lord will let us get anywhere, we're willing to try. I'm willing to try to preach. And, you know, if not, it's not going to change. I'm still saved. Still going to leave here, live my life. You know, but if you're here and you're lost and you turn him away, you know, I'm, it's, they sang that song, I don't know about tomorrow. But... The Bible said today is the day of salvation. I don't know what's going to happen when we leave here. You know, we can be even having church right now and the Lord can split the skies. The Bible says he can come back. You know, if you're not ready, that's a bad place to be in. But it's a good place to know. You know, they, Terry says, I know that I know that I know. I'm glad that I know that I'm saved, Levi. I'm glad that when I die, I got a place to go. And I'm, and I'm glad that when the Lord allows me to tell about it, I'm able to tell about it. That's the best part of my salvation is being able to tell what the Lord's done for me. Because it's personal. He done it for me. So you pray and if the Lord will let us, you know, we're, we got a couple places we're going to read. And um, I got one verse in Proverbs 16. And like I said, you pray for us. You know, our hearts are thumping. I'm going to read in Matthew 13 and maybe a little bit in Revelations if I, the Lord will let us. Like I said, you really pray for us. And And in Proverbs 16, we're going to read... Like we said, one verse, and it's verse 15. And it says, In the light of the king's countenance is life. In his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. That's what we feel like reading there. And we're going to read a little bit in Revelation chapter 14. And it says, uh, chapter 14, 14, it says, And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle, and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven, and he also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar, which had the power over the fire, and cried with a loud cry to him, crying to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God, and the winepress was trodden without the city, and the blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. And we're going to read a little bit in Matthew, and I know it's a lot of reading, but if the Lord allow us tied together, 
you know, that's what we want to try to do. And like I said, you really pray. And in Matthew 13, we're going to read verse 24. And like I said, you really pray for us. And it says, another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? And he said unto them, An enemy had done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tears, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in the bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. And you pray for us, and... Uh, like I said, I'm thankful for what the Lord's done in my life. And, you know, if we can get where the Lord allow us to preach and, uh, you know, that's what we're willing to do. But you go back into Jeremiah in the eighth chapter, verse 20. He said, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Uh, if you're here tonight and you're not saved, I want you to know that you can be. Yeah. You know, God gave his son... The Bible says his only begotten son, that we can have everlasting life. And, you know, as we go into this scripture, we see that um, you have this man and, you know, they sat here and they gathered and they planned that they were going to sow some good fruit. And, you know, as I read that scripture, you know, it said uh, we're going to have to read it again. But it says back here and uh, it said that. And like I said, you pray for us. And well, I talked about the king's countenance and light. And it says, then cometh his cloud is going to be like a latter rain. So you go back into the olden days. It said that, uh, you know, before they go and they went to sow that there would be a former rain that would come. And the former rain would kind of get the ground ready to be sowed. It said the Bible or it says when I looked it up and was checking it out and it talked about how it would be like a preparation, it said, and. It would let the farmers know that, you know, it's time to sow the good seed. And it said, uh, but then it said later on would be the latter rain. And the Bible said, you know, that the latter rain is going to be like Jesus because that's what it said. The Bible said, when I looked up the latter rain, it talks about, and like I said, you pray for us. And, you know, we get a little bit, you know, anxious and get going. But, you know, if we can sit back and let Lord allow us to do what he wants us to do, uh, that's what we want to do. But it said that uh, the latter rain, when it came time for the latter rain, that's when it said that it would uh, ripen the fruit and the fruit would be ready. Well, I want you to know that God came along and set his son and that's like the latter rain. He made the preparation and you know what? He gave us everything that we need to be ripened. And it said later on that, you know, as we read that scripture and it talked about how they were sowing the good seed and it said that an enemy came in and it sold, sowed some tares along with the grounds. And, you know, there were some people there ready to just reap it all right then and get it out of the way. But what did he say? He said that, you know, if we went ahead right now and we took out the tares, we're going to reap up the good ground. Well, I want you to know when you look at that today, uh, there's some people in this life that you might be coming to Lima Missionary Baptist Church and you know what? You ain't saved by God's grace, but you know what? You're trying to live and you're trying to be right in the mix of the, of the good seed, you know? But I want you to know that if you're lost, you're going to go to hell. But I'm glad that God gave us an opportunity to come and be saved. And it's your choice tonight. And it said that, you know, as it talked about how they would sit there and you say, well, when we read that scripture over there in Revelations, it talked about how he's going to come with the sickle. Well, I want you to know that you might be thinking you're getting by, but you know what? You ain't going to get past Jesus. I want you to know that. 
And he sat there and Terry even quoted this morning, you know, there was a man named Nicodemus. The Bible said a ruler of the Jews, he wanted to know how to be saved. And he said, ye must be born again. You know what? Just coming to church ain't going to do it for you. You have to accept Jesus as your personal Savior tonight, you know. And the Bible says over there where we read in Revelations, it says that when it comes time for the harvest, you know, he said that what would happen, how they would be able to harvest it. And they would take it and they would kind of throw it up in the air and there was uh, two processes to be able to do this. Uh, the Bible said there was a spot, one, one would be called like a, a winnowed or something like that and that would kind of loosen it up and then there was a, a, a getting ready process and so as they would sit there and they would separate it, well I want you to know when Jesus comes back, He's going to separate His church, you know. He says that, you know, we're going to heaven and if you ain't been saved, you're going to hell. You're not going to escape and you're not going to be mixed in with us, you know. It's your choice to be saved tonight. I want you to know that. And, and that's what I'm, I'm, I say it every time. I'm thankful for what God's done in my life. It was my choice, you know. It was my choice to be saved. And it sat there and said, you know, now they're going to sit there and when he comes to reap, there's a harvest. And I want you to know tonight that, you know, you might be thinking that, well, you know, Terry said, you might be here and you're saved and you're just not living right. If you go back a little bit in before it, it sits here and it talks about how, how the seed fell on the good ground, how the seed fell on the rock. Well, there, there comes another way. You can be that seed that's fell on the good ground. You can be the seed that's fell on the rock. You can be the ones getting choked by the thorns. Or you can be the one that's sowed in the good ground. It said the one that's sowed in the good ground, they're replenishing. They're, they have a good fruit. You know, and it says it's going to multiply some 30, some 60. Well, I want you to know we're not getting anywhere on our works, but our works helps us in life show what Jesus has done for us. I'm not saved because of what I've done. I'm saved because of what he done. He gave his only begotten son, and, we, and that's what he's done for us. And, but I also have a job to do while I'm down here. I have works to do. I need to read my Bible. I need to pray. I need to teach my kids what to do in life, you know. The, the world is not a good place to be. But you know what? We have Jesus. That's the best thing about it. He's been good to me. He's gave me a good life, you know. But I want you to know, you have to be able to live and do that through Christ. You know, he, and like I said, it's not, it's not by works that I'm getting anywhere, you know. But I do have a job to do. I do have works that I have to do. You know, you can be the one that when the seed's planted, you know, that when it fell on the, on the bad soil or when it fell on the rock or in the midst of the thorns, or do you want to be the one that's sowed in the good ground? You know, we also have that choice tonight. It's how we want to live for God. He gave us that choice. Now, I can walk out of here, and I can never come back tonight. It's true. I can walk out of here and never come back to Lima Missionary Baptist Church. I can walk out of here and never read my Bible again. I can walk out of here and do a lot of things. But I can choose to do what God wants me to do, and I can walk out of here and I can pray for the ones who's here and lost. Yeah. I can walk out of here and pray for the ones that need to move up a little bit. And don't get me wrong, Lena Witt can move up a little bit too. I say it every time. You know, I'm no better than anybody else. Most of my messages goes to Lena Witt. But I'm thankful that I'm saved. I don't have to worry about that message anymore about being lost or saved. The Lord saved me and he gave me, he gave me, a lifetime to be with him you know he gave me that promise he gave me a promise that when I die I'm going to be with him I have that and guess what the devil he can get after me all week long Barry he can't take that promise away from me he can't take my salvation away he can try to get after my joy he can try to get after my life but when it comes down to the end I know where I'm going Tonight, you're here, you know, do you know where you're going when you leave? If you're saved, are you trying to live good? You guys, you guys all know my story. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in this. And truthfully, if I wanted to try to go off of some of the ways that was teaching me how to grow up, where it talked about the latter rain, 
a lot of people kind of see that as speaking in tongues and all this. Well, when I look at the latter rain, I look at it as God. You know, he's pouring out his spirit on me. He's allowing me to do his job. And he's allowing that soil to flourish. And if I, if I let the latter rain produce in my life, I can live for God. You know, I let God try to teach me what he wants me to know. I don't have to go off of what somebody's told me. I go off of his spirit is what I try to do. And sometimes I might miss the mark a little bit because you know what? We let ourselves get in the way in our Christian life. And I know I do a lot of times. I might get up. I let Lee DeWitt get in the way a lot. But when I can sit back and say, Lord... It's you. That's when the best thing happens in my life. If you're lost, if you can just say, Lord, help me. I promise you it'll be the best thing you've ever done in your life. If you could just say, Lord, save me. I tell you what, Nicodemus, you know, he could have just went along because you know what? He, he already was a, a, a ruler. You know, he could have already went along with what he thought was going and probably living a good life. But he knew something wasn't right. That's right. If you're here tonight and you're thinking, well, I'm doing good. You know what? It said the tares look just like the wheat. You might be looking just like your neighbor. But you know what? You ain't saved. But you need to get saved. You know, and like I said, you know my life. I, I lived a bad life. I wasn't always perfect. But the Lord saved me. He gave me a new life. He gave me a new walk. He gave me a new talk. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes I let Lee DeWitt get in the way. You know what? But then I got to knock him back a little. The Lord will knock me back a little bit. He does. And I'm thankful for that. If you'd get a song, Terry, if you'd help us. You know, your choice here tonight. You know, what, what, how do you want to be? You want to be saved? The Lord will let you be saved as long as he's talking to you. It's your choice to come to him. You know, how do you want your seed to be? It's your choice on how you want your seed to be, how you want to live your life. You know, it's, it's your choice. And, and I'll preach that every single time because that's what God lets us do. He gives us a choice. He's good to us. He's been good to me. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. You know that I'm not perfect. If you follow me day by day, Luke, you know it's not me. But when I can let Jesus shine through me, I live my best life. I want you to know that tonight. I live my best life when I'm letting Jesus use me. It's your choice tonight. You can be the terror, you can be the weed. Because there's going to come an end when he comes with that big sickle. He's going to come, he's going to get the chaff out the way. He's only taking the fruit, Terry, that's all he wants. It's all up to you tonight. I'm thankful for, like I said, what he's done for me. The Lord's been good to me. Your choice tonight. He sent His only begotten Son for you tonight. He sent Him for me. He sent Him for you. He gave us all an opportunity. so clear and so plain we have an opportunity to get saved it's up to us to use that opportunity God won't make us use it the church can't make you use it I ask them to get another verse one more verse <clears throat> if you're here tonight and you're not sure you're saved you know sometimes I talk to people well, I think I'll be alright 
don't depend on thinking you might be all right. If you don't know, as Brother Lee said, and I say this a lot, I know that I know that I know. If you don't have the full assurance of salvation in your soul, come and pray about it. If you're here and you're out of fellowship with God, sometimes I've been in spots, and even since I've been saved, and I thought, well, what I need to do, I need to do something. I can't get connected. What I finally did is come and pray, and God helped me. Whatever you need to do, do it while we sing this verse. Obey the Lord. Yeah, amen. Yeah, amen. That first step, that, that's the hard one. But God will help you take that one. He'll take all the rest of them with you. Boy, I, I, I'm glad you said what you did. Pray while we say. Obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Your move. You can come or not. Up to you. Your choice. You can go to heaven or not. Up to you. It's your choice. That's what Lee preached. And I say amen. Up to you. You choose. It's your choice. that good singing. Again, I want to say I appreciate the preacher and the message. Thank the Lord. Good to be here tonight. Anything on anybody's heart? Right. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate that. That's good. Somebody else got something on your heart. Even while people's testifying, if you feel like coming to altar, you're still welcome. You know, we've had folks come to altar after church has been dismissed. You're still welcome. As long as, long as God's dealing with your heart, you're welcome to call on the Lord. And if we're around close by and we can help you, well, we will. Just obey the Lord. Anyone? Good to be here tonight. I'll say this. When I was a lost boy and God was calling me, I thought, I wish I could quit feeling like this. When there was a space of time in there when I didn't feel like God was calling me, then I got scared, and I wished I could feel like that. And then when God called me again, you know, of course, I had the wrestling with it. It was kind of a warfare. But I was so glad when I finally came like God was wanting me to, and I called on God, and God saved me, then I felt like I was supposed to feel I felt like I was saved because I was. I was glad I got saved, and I've never been sorry that I got saved. Praise the Lord. I'm glad I'm saved. If it would have been, if it would have been 10 times harder than what it was, if that would have been possible, I, I felt like it was hard as it could be then. But if it could have been 10 times harder than what it was for me to step out, it's still been worth it and more. Anything else on anybody's heart? Amen. 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 Boy, that's a great prayer request. Pray for Brother Larry Jordan uh, for his surgery and for his uh, spiritual condition, his salvation. Pray, pray for both of us. <clears throat> Anyone else? All right, if not, my brother Levi would pray dismissal.